the amount of nudity that there was in the first episode and sexual content, I was like, you watch this with your dad? Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here with another episode of Apologetically Me. Um, Today we're going to be talking about red flags, green flags, things you'll see in a modern household and family or couple or partnering, whatever it is you have. But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. I actually have a lot going on this week. Like I was thinking about what to say before I got here and I'm just going to kind of say it all, I guess. Um... So last September, I applied for this grant. Uh, It's called like the NSERF PGSD for doctoral students, I guess. It's a funding from the government of Canada for $21,000 a year for up to three years. And five days ago, four days ago, I got the grant. Congrats. Award. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is, but um, yeah. I'm Woo-hoo. very pumped about it because free money. What are you going to give me this money? Uh, they actually like were pretty quick with it. Like the university, like I had it, I had to submit a form to the university and like the offer letter. And then it was in my student account, like, because they split it up per semester. So I think it's uh $7,000 per semester. And then the university gives me a $1,667 top up per semester as well. So then that was already in my student account like a day after I sent the form in, which is like, I've never seen the government or the university ever move this quickly before oh. in my life. Hmm. But it sucks that it's in my student account because now I have to like submit a form to get that refunded to my bank account, I guess, hmm. because now there's like an extra charge on my student account. So that's the one annoying part, but really quickly, but way faster than I thought it was going to be. Very yeah. excited. That's awesome. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, I'm all very... about that hustle, hustle and grind, <laughs> multiple income sources, you know? Very, very proud of you. Thank you. I am very proud of myself too. Also, I didn't tell you because I was just like, eh, I'll just tell on the pod. Wow. So this is what we've come to, huh? Saving all our good what? news, bad news for the pod pod comes first but it's also (laughs) but it's also like i like what am i supposed to do like just slip it in like i just yes it didn't come up naturally literally nothing i say to you over text comes up naturally (laughs) it's me forcing a thought not forcing a thought but i just have a thought in my head i'm like hmm wanda would want to know this that is fair okay noted but also like on <laughs> i don't know it just it always feels weird to brag about yourself in some way right and like even though it's like this isn't bragging about myself it still feels like i'm bragging about myself in some way okay next time tell jordan to message me I'll okay be, we'll just do. be like i don't want to brag about it but i need someone else too but you know yeah. you know what it is your friends are going to be just as happy no, are going to be even more happy about your achievements than you are. So 
I think it's okay to hype yourself up because how am I supposed to know? Or just say like, as a matter of fact, by the way. Side note. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. But yeah, it's not like it. It's not like anything you did. It's not like, oh, you made an uncomfortable environment for me to feel like sharing this with something. (laughs) No, no, it's not that. It's just more of a... (laughs) I will never live up to the achievements Maggie has accomplished. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And because I will never live up to it, I can't ever share anything with her unless it's better than what she has already achieved. Oh my. Okay, so that's news number one. Um, and I've been holding that in all week. Again, don't know all why. week. Don't know why I, I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it also didn't come up naturally. I was literally over in your condo. I I saw yeah. your bedroom. That's how intimate we were. You made me cookies. Yes, but also that is way less intimate apparently than sharing this news with you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's one. Um, so that's pretty cool. Second one is, we're filming this on Sunday, but the Monday is Jordan and I's four-year anniversary. This is officially, I mean, it's been the longest relationship I've had for a while, but four years tomorrow when at the time of this podcast. And so I had an idea earlier this week where we were going to get together with all of our friends. And I was like, why don't we do like our own little Korean barbecue session? And so that didn't end up happening and I was like okay why don't we do it for like a faux anniversary thing so last night I made like cheese corn um and I like prepped cucumbers like in I don't know it's a Korean cucumber thing and then I placed like a tea like an order from TNT which is amazing by the way everyone go order from TNT it is actually quite good like I'm surprised because like they I think it cost us like $4 in total for like shipping, handling, whatever to get it like the next day, like in a little bit less than 24 hours. Yeah. I was going to say, is there a TNT near you? What the heck? They're in Kensington. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. But uh, we purchased pork shoulder butt and we purchased some beef finger meat, which I learned out is not from the fingers of cows, is from in between the ribs of cows. So... That somehow makes me more upset. (laughs) But I guess it makes sense because cows don't have fingers. They have hooves. (laughs) (laughs) So before you're just like, yes, this is definitely fingers. fingers." (laughs) That's so funny. I just never questioned it until now. I was like, finger meat, fingers, yes. (laughs) I think every time I've gotten it, I've been like, what where the fuck is the finger on the cow? Fingerling gross. Yeah, but yeah so all of that prepped for tonight got lettuce and everything also got like milkus honey butter chips because i've been mm. craving that for a while um got ice creams ice cream. the whole shebang kind of thing yeah like i think asian superstores or like asian stores just have better ice cream options than what we have so i got this like waffle thing with like ice cream on the inside and there's also like white chocolate chips um mm. Yeah. And I got this like taiyaki with like red bean and ice cream in it. Yeah. So super excited for that. And so that's happening tonight. I guess I'll update everyone how my anniversary went next time. But yeah. So that, yeah, that was, that was my second thing. We've also been playing 
Pokemon Stadium all day and Mario Party, the older versions, because somehow Jordan found like an emulator of some sort to be able to like play those games. So that's been like a very fun, nostalgic thingy-majiggy that we've been doing. Oh, anniversary day. Yeah. Celebrated technically yeah. a day early because neither of you would take the day off. So <laughs> at first I would have blamed him because he was like, to his team, he was like, no one take this week off. And like this week as in the week that our anniversary falls on. So then he was like, well, I can't take any time off because of this thing. But then... I like made him feel bad about it and everything. He was like, should I take it off? But then I found out the intern at work is starting on Monday and we're having an Uber Eats lunch um, in celebration. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not missing out on my $20 Uber <laughs> Eats voucher. <laughs> I am going to go to this. I respect that. Um, so we, yes, we both decided that we would not take the day off, but we do something in the afternoon. Who knows? We might have a lot of leftover meat left because we bought four pounds of beef finger meat and it was it only allowed you to buy four pounds okay oh <laughs> um and then we bought pork shoulder two pounds of pork shoulder butt for five dollars because wow. it's on sale this week at mm. tmt yeah it's really good mm -hmm. yeah so yeah what are you doing what are you up to this week what has happened well nothing has happened until of this morning um i went to my mother's house over the weekend and I made a silly mistake of using my prescription acne cream that my dermatologist had prescribed me over the summer. And I remember using it and then I stopped using it. And then I've been starting to get like a little breakouts again. And my mom like keeps pointing them out and she's like, hmm, so why are you breaking out in your forehead? Are you eating greasy foods? And I'm like, no, they're not actually pimples. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. It's just a big pore becoming a pimple nothing else I can say mom and then anyways so I tried out the prescription cream and then um I woke up this morning with very swollen eyes I am still quite red now um and yeah so I saw I actually saw Gabby this morning and I saw my mom this morning and neither of them really said anything well Gabby was like oh wow are you okay and then my mom was just kind of like, why did you use that cream? This happened to you last time. And I was like, hmm, side effects include long-term memory, mom. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. So then I was supposed to go to a baseball game, actually, with my work as a work social because it was like a thank you for like this big event that we all like, worked on. And I was so excited to go because it's an executive booth. Like, they have official tickets and everything and then for the other extra tickets they had they like raffled them off to people to bring their kids or whatever um and they were gonna have food and everything and I like didn't care for baseball and I was already telling people this leading up to it and I was like oh, I don't care for baseball I'm coming for the free food and to socialize so then I was rushing back to Toronto I was literally walking to the subway and um I was kind of getting like weird looks and I was like hmm just in case, I'm going to snap a picture to Wanda and Prabi just to just to see like how bad it looks. So I sent it to them and both their reaction was like, uh, what's going on with your face? And I was like, oh, so it is bad. And then, um, yeah, so then I was like, oh, maybe I should not go. And then Wanda was like, yeah, if I were you, I would not go. And I was already like, oh, I didn't really want to go anyways because I was like trying to hype myself up in the mirror before going. Um, so, yeah, so then I bailed and I felt bad because I bailed five minutes beforehand and I missed out on the food and stuff. But that's okay. Sometimes I don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, I made a pro-cons list, and I just feel like the cons outweigh the pros in the sense that, like, 
I would just not be having fun because I'd feel so self-conscious and I feel like everyone's staring at me. Even though it doesn't look like super bad, like not as bad as it was maybe an hour ago. But I'm definitely very close to ODing on allergy pills. Anyway, that's my update. I've already taken two. They're very heavy. They're prescription strength strong. Yeah. I want to say that when I took one of those, or at least whatever your brother gave me, which I assume is kind of similar, it kind of like knocked out my cow at allergies like completely. So that's the one. <laughs> hey, well, they're, they're 50 bucks. So like you can just get them without. No, you need a prescription. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was hoping you could just like buy it like reactant or something. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's less fun. And are you going to throw out this tube of allergy-causing cream? No, because it was $200. And how much of the $200 did you pay? Maybe $10. (laughs) Something along that line. But why not? Like, why? You barely paid any money for it. It causes a very severe allergic reaction such that it's very visible on your face. Yeah, I'm thinking if, like, I don't have anything planned for the day afterwards and my acne is bad, then I can apply it and just be okay with the and just stay inside all day. You know, like, allergies are, like, not good, right? Like, you shouldn't, like, purposefully give yourself an allergic reaction. Beauty is pain. Not like, but you can die from allergic reactions. If I take that prescription strength allergy pill, I counteract it. I don't take it very often. Once a year. Well, I only took it this second time because I literally forgot what happened the first time. But I hope this is a reminder to myself. Because it Mm. ruined a work event that I wanted to go to. Didn't it expire? No. It didn't expire until this year. Okay, so you don't really have that long with it anyways. Yeah. Okay, I see. When I saw your face, I was like, oh my, that is definitely (laughs) an allergic reaction. And (laughs) the reason why I wouldn't have gone if I was you was because I wouldn't want people to talk to me about it and like point it out that this was happening to my face. Because people always seem to not realize that you know what's happening and decide that you need to definitely know this situation but i guess they're Mm -hmm. just trying to take care of you like they're trying to make sure that you're okay but uh, it's just a conversation that i would have wanted to avoid i could already see it playing out like everyone (laughs) there there's 30 people there in that box and i can already see all of them taking turns asking me and there are like a few people there who i kind of wanted to meet because they're like higher up and i already know (laughs) they would just be staring into my eyes in a bad way (laughs) no in the sensual good way that i wanted for networking in the bad judging way (laughs) gross both are gross (laughs) yeah so that's my that's my fun little update um nothing else going on what's what's your beef or crush of the week Mm, i don't really have much to beef about this week i guess i i guess i have to say a crush but it's like i don't know there's so many things, so many like nice things. Like I could say, like crush on Jordan for setting up that uh, nostalgic situation, and I think that is 
very sweet of him to do because he apparently went to bed had an idea and then woke up in the morning and decided to execute it but i also just remembered i watched a video that i forgot to send to you about the whole rewatch podcast trend that has been going on and i've been complaining about this a lot recently with the whole like wizards of waverly placed and like ned's declassified podcasts and stuff like that and turns out they are owned or run by the same company podco and podco's partner i guess was on even stevens uh mm. she played the female i never watched even stevens so that's about as much as i know um so that's why her sets look so similar because i always look at the sets and i'm like hmm, these are very same same and we originally fear like it wasn't disney because they always like they kind of talk shit about disney while they're there also apparently ned's declassified was on nickelodeon which i didn't really realize but i think Wait, it's a disney I channel show it is a disney channel show i think you're right but they huh. always talk about how they're on nickelodeon because they always make dan schneider jokes <laughs> hmm like something about the show definitely didn't feel like disney mm-hmm. so yeah yeah yeah, so that's kind of strange. But I think overall, my thoughts but for like rewatch podcasts is like, I like them. You know what? I think it's a cash grab. I think it's nostalgic bait. But you know what? It's it's kind of nice to like go back to that period of time in your life. Like I started listening to Ned's Declassified and I never even watched the show. Like I couldn't get into it as a kid. While I never watched Ned's Declassified as a kid, it's making me want to watch Ned's now because of just how close and how good of an experience I guess all the main cast had on the show so it almost like takes me back to that period of time where like life was like truly nice and happy because it takes you back to when you were a kid and some like people don't seem to like it like because it feels so much like a cash grab or like a an effort to reboot a show that they think should just die because reboots are like never never ever good but you know what i'm honestly fine with a reboot i'd watch it i know with wizards there was the whole fiasco where the executive producer got uh removed or fired basically after season two or season three so the show didn't end how like he imagined it to end when at the beginning so like i would like to see that play out in a way and like what the future holds for everyone i don't know it's just nice catching up with your favorite childhood stars I guess. yeah i definitely see the nostalgia behind it but definitely my first thought when i see them doing all these like reboot podcasts I'm like, oh my god, they're just trying to find ways to stay relevant. They couldn't get jobs, and now they're they're just trying to do something else. Which I think, like, is also true. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, like, totally fine, too, to revisit it. Because I like it when they had, like, Selena Gomez on, for example. I thought that was fun. I think she should be on more episodes. Because I would only watch it if they had someone famous of that caliber. Sorry. I still listen to the podcast, but I think it made it more fun. Because I like I disagree. You know, I no, I I stand by what I said. I still think it'd be way better if they had someone super famous on. Not all the time, but the fact that she makes the time to like show how humble she is and hang out with people like Harper and Jerry Russo, you know. I actually think it's the exact opposite. I think that if they were more famous, I would actually like it a lot less. 
because the podcasts feel more relatable, I guess, because they're like, yes, they're famous, but they're famous adjacent where it's like, they might not necessarily get recognized in the street. Like they won't get like swarmed with like paparazzi and things like that. And like the lives that they live feel more normal and like the more yeah it's just definitely more relatable and I know a lot of them do complain about how they thought that they would get more work after like the show that they were on so like yeah I'm fine with that but also would you not do the same thing if I couldn't find work 100% I would yeah like if you let's say you're like a child star on a show you thought you were gonna have a great career after that didn't really pan out someone offers you to do a podcast about the successful show that you were once on you would definitely do it yeah i think get that bread mm-hmm. yeah there's that meme of that girl being like listen i was an employee um and you would do it too for a change something like that but basically the whole point was i do anything for money you would do the same as me and I still stand by that. I totally would. It's just my thought is more famous people on and um, sad you couldn't get work judging you a little bit. But I'll still listen to your podcast. You can watch like the new girl podcast where the uh, people on there are semi-famous and there's 206 episodes. Holy. <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> like they just, I mean... I don't know. Like, maybe maybe I will, but I just feel like I don't want to listen to so many rewatch episodes. Like, I think The Wizards was the only one I would really do. Um, I don't even think I finished Wizards, so I don't know what appeals to me about it. Like, I didn't know about the ending until, like, my brother had to tell me. Mm. Fair. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's just like there's different vibes though like I think with Wizards it's very much so like uh like looking back on the episode actually kind of talking about the behind the scenes but then with Ned's it's very like tangential so like they were talking about this bathroom episode or something and then somehow it went into yeah I just pulled over into an alley and it was like peeing in the alley and then there's another one where it's like do you just put your butt to the ground when you poop or like do you dig a hole to poop in and then it, it was like it's like if you looked in, like if these three friends were having a conversation and you just put a mic there and like you're listening to like their behind the scenes like conversations that they would just have. And that's what I like. I, there's very two different ways, I guess, you can have like a rewatch app, like podcast. I think I like the Ned's way better because hmm. they're a little bit crazy. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, recommend. So you're saying we should do a rewatch of our episodes. <laughs> yes, as we near our hundredth episode, we should rewatch every single one for from one oh one to two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Very meta of us. Yeah, real ones will know. Yeah, that is content though for a mm-hmm. hundred episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, what is your beef or crush of the week? My beef is, oh man, I had a crush, but I'm changing it to a beef because of a Facebook post I just read. Um, <laughs> my beef is the show beef. Um, well, mm. it's kind of been, I think you've seen it too. 
and it's been talked a lot on the internet um, about this character um, on the show, Isaac. He is kind like a supporting member. He is the cousin of Steve of Steve Yoon, Yun, oh. Yun, in the show. Um, but in real life, he is a comedian artist named David Cho, um, and David Cho had a very problematic past. Um, as a comedian, he, for some reason, felt the need to joke about sexual assault and told the story, told two stories, I think, about how he basically forced sex on a black girl and then a black masseuse. And at the time, I remember, I didn't actually watch it. I was just reading, like, a recap of what happened because I wanted to know. And at the time, he was with um, another comedian? I don't know what she is, but she she's known for doing porn. I want to say her name is Asa Akira. Mm-hmm. She was okay. So Asa Akira called him out on stage and was like, "That's you know that's rape, right?" And he was just like kind of laughing it off. Um, and this was in 2017, 2007 or 2017. I want to say 2017. I could be wrong. Someone fact check me. Um, but anyway, um, he kind of made an apology, but not really. And, like, people were unhappy with it. Like, a lot of comedians and artists, like, refused to write reviews or, like, work with him. So he was kind of, like, blacklisted for a little bit. And then he was cast in this, and it was, like, a resurge of his fame. And then all this stuff came out again. So they're like, why did he get cast in this? It's um, the friend word for nepotism, but I forget what it's called. So they were like, why did they cast him? Like and um they were calling on Ali Wong and Steve Yoon and the director to be like what do you have to say about David Cho and all three of those people were kind of like dismissing it they were like you know like it's in the past he's apologized already like let's move on and everyone is very upset about how those three responded like such like face front and like how representative this show is supposed to be because it's supposed to be like, oh, representing the new millennia, sorry, millennium, the new generation of Asian American. Like it's supposed to be a really milestone show. And they're like, all this stuff is getting clouded by David Cho. So it's kind of like the actors and stuff don't want to talk about it. They want to focus on the good stuff. But then it's also like, you can't dismiss what David Cho did without all this stuff. So, mm-hmm. so it's more like David Cho should come out and have a better apology, I guess. Um, and I'm disappointed because I did like that show. That show was super messed up and I couldn't stop thinking about it for like five days after watching it. Um, and I just feel like his character in the show was very problematic. So now I am transferring that to the real life person. That's fair. And I know you brought up, not brought up, but maybe we talked about this, but like the whole Bill Hader, Ali Wong situation, but like they had like a pop, 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 bleh, pop, paparazzi walk or whatever i don't know why that hurt that word was so hard to say but <laughs> they say that she did that because of the like she wanted to move away from the allegations against um david cho. His name's david cho yeah. yeah i mean that could be very much be it because yeah it it is like very like when you type in beef like you can't get anything without david cho there yeah yeah so that, I guess that kind of sucks. So they are trying to do their little PR work. Yeah, but also, like, they could come out and just 
say something about it like they've kind of just ignored it mostly and they were the ones who invited him to be on the show like he wasn't cast originally but because I guess the familial connection and stuff or like friend connection like he got on the show like there was no reason to have him on the show yeah like I think they could have had you know Ken Jeong play the crazy cousin oh yes I love Ken Jeong (laughs) you would have been great Yeah, so unproblematic, you know? Like, he's been an actor for this long, and yeah. nothing's really come out. It's and there just, there just would have been, like, so many other Asian actors, like, so many other people with potential to play mm-hmm. the cousin. Because Steve and Isaac, sorry, Steve and Dave, David don't even look anything alike. So, it's okay. They could have cast anyone, maybe up-and-coming actors. Like, the one who was cast as Steve Yoon's... Yun's, I'm sorry, I can't say his name. Steve Yun's brother. He was an up-and-coming actor. I heard his struggle with Hollywood. It was great. They could have done something like that. They didn't need mm-hmm. David Cho in there. And, like, they just were not addressing the issue that David Cho kept using black women as the object of his stories, of his sexual assault stories. They were all fake, but it's still like, why black women? Like, why did you have to fake this? Why did you think it was funny? So many issues. He's my yeah. beef on beef. Um, do you remember someone named David So? Yes. Yeah. He is also problematic. So there's something with um, Asian men named David. <laughs> David Choi. You better, better keep it tight. Oh my god, I forgot about David Choi. wonder what he's up to these days. Hopefully he's still singing. Yeah, but he was like old then yeah honestly i'm surprised all those asian youtubers are still around because i'm like whoa in my head you guys were like 30 40 years old how are you still alive now i'm glad you brought it up for a show i will endorse is ugly betty um ugly betty walks so that jane the virgin could run god i kind of want to like i remember seeing on disney plus recently and i was like oh my god i should start it and i keep forgetting every single time i just started watching shameless and that has so many seasons I actually cannot stand Shameless. Like, I've only seen clips of it on TikTok and YouTube shorts mm-hmm. or whatever. And every time I watch it, it's so stressful to me. So I'm like, I don't need to watch this to, like, cloud my my brain. I'm just going to keep watching happy things that won't happen in real life. But also, as a fun fact, so I brought up the, like, Shameless because I also kept on seeing shorts about Shameless. And I was like, this looks kind of good and it features a character that jordan likes from the show called bear and the main guy i love lip yeah uh jordan was like yeah i think i watched a few episodes with my dad and i was like oh cool whatever and then so i rewatched the first episode the amount of nudity that there was in the first episode and sexual content i was like you watch this with your dad and he was like yeah i remember watching this episode in particular with my dad there was a naked penis there was penis? pegging pegging yeah there was like an there's like they don't actually show the pegging but there is pegging like there's uh-huh. the implication of pegging there's the they have sex on the kitchen floor um so you, they show a bare butt and boobs there is uh pictures of like naked women and naked men in various sexual acts um how old was george i think uh, yeah he was like in high school this is still not okay to watch with your parents. 
Yeah. I was like, how did you not just get up and leave at this point? He was like, oh, I probably like looked at my phone or something and like didn't really pay attention afterwards. But I'm like, <laughs> his dad was my full on paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> my mom would literally be like, well, cover eyes, like don't even look at kissing scenes. And he's like full on watching like porn. <laughs> That's so funny. Good beefs. Good, good crushes. So moving on to our red flags, our green flags of having a family, household, whatever it is, whatever a household is to you. Um, could be one person, two people, family, kids. I don't know. I'm trying to define it to like capture everyone, but I, don't, I think I'm doing the wrong thing. How do you have red flags if you're the only person living <laughs> in your household? If uh, another person's secretly living with you, I don't know. Okay. That sh- movie show that won an Oscar that year, that Korean... <laughs> Parasite. <laughs> Parasite, thank you. Do you think it's a red or green flag if your partner wants you to change your last name to theirs? Um... Hmm. I feel like it could be either or. I mean, like, I don't mind... But I'm also like, why do you want to force... No, you know what? I feel like it's a red flag. Like, why do you want to force me to do that? I feel like it's kind of weird. I want him to want me to do it. What does that mean? Like, he should not force me to do something or, like, say I really want you to do it. He should just be like, do what you like. This is my preference, but I am okay with anything you want to do. Mm, Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I, I understand that now. So I feel like it's almost a red flag. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think it's a red flag because I think in the end, it's your name. Mm-hmm. Like he is not walking around with, I mean, he is because it's his last name, but he like, it's like, why is the responsibility on the female to change yeah. her last name? Like, we are modern women we do not need to take someone's last name but that doesn't mean like you don't like you can like Mm -hmm. if you want to you can but like never going to change my last name except for the situation where i am not getting a lot of job interviews then i might change my last name on my resume to jordan's last name which is very white nice it's unfortunate unfortunate but but i understand yeah Yeah, I feel like it'd be, like, I don't have any attachments to my last name in particular, but I would definitely be weirded out if Nick was like, you have to change it to my last name. I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why? Yeah, I remember someone saying, like, oh, it means, like, they're not committed to the relationship, like, if they won't even think about it, or, like, they can hyphen it, but, like, it needs to be something, I guess, that the female needs to consider but also it's like why don't you both change your last name then Mm -hmm. if it's something that's so important to you yeah yeah i mean i do want to know that if i'm going to change it like nick would be happy he'd be like yay like that's that's so nice that you're doing that so like i want him to also show interest in me changing it not being like "Eh, i don't care if i change it be like hey i just changed my whole identity for you yeah do you have you talked to Nick about this? Yeah, we've talked about it. What are his thoughts on it? 
he said, it's completely up to me. Mm. And yeah. I think we did talk about hyphenating. And I was like, ew. No. We'll just keep it with your last name. It's fine. I just, like, thought about your last names together. And if you go your last name first and then his last name, I actually, like, kind of like it. You know, it's there's, so like, a place southern. called Ann Arbor. Yes. But, like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. And it's, like, I think it's so cute. Yeah. Uh, I thought about this, too, when I said it to him. But I said it in a very southern accent. Um, so I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a no. I like it. I am for you guys hyphenating. No. Maybe we'll test it out on Jackie first, but no. Jackie, our dog. Right now, he goes by Nick's last name, but Kathy was writing, practicing her handwriting, and then she put my last name for Jackie, and I was like, oh, I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, it also sounds Southern. Yeah. <laughs> um, side note, so in, like, traditional Japan, like, the husband would take the wife's last name if her family was richer than his. So. Ooh. Yes. We should enforce that. No. <laughs> yeah, but then like it happened like a lot of cheating because like men would feel emasculated. Come on, classic. That's a that's an even bigger red flag. Yeah. Um, would it be a red flag if your partner said they wanted to be a stay at home parent? Mm, my sexism is gonna come out. Okay, well, okay, first off, yes, it's a red flag because I don't plan on having children. So I'm like, what are you doing at home? <laughs> okay, like, say, I don't... <laughs> say you did want children. I think that if they come into the relationship wanting to be a stay-at-home parent, that's a red flag. But I think if they're willing to do it when push comes to shove like childcare is like super super expensive then I think that is a green flag with them not automatically assuming that you as a woman would take that responsibility of being stay-at-home parent so red flag if they're like I want to be a stay-at-home parent like right off the bat but green flag if it's them offering to do it because they don't fall into traditional gender roles yeah I think that's fair I mean it's I think it's totally fine to to say things like I want to be a dad, I want to be a mom, and maybe like that's their way of try, trying to code in like stay at home parent. I don't know, but I feel like that's okay because I want to be a mom too. You know, I want kids, but I also don't want to be a stay at home parent. But I also understand that I'm setting myself up for failure to try to be a working parent um, mm -hmm. because it is going to be really hard, and your partner will, you and your partner will go through mass amounts of stress and conflict. But, you know, I think if you're both in it for the road, um, it should be good. And I think, like, if one person is working and one person is stay-at-home, I feel like it creates, like, kind of a power imbalance. Because I... Oh, my goodness. Yes. Like, I know we've kind of touched on it before because it's going on in, like, my family. But, like, if someone stay at home, like, they're working 24-7. They don't really get any breaks. And the person going mm -hmm. to work, like, they're also putting in the hours, like, maybe eight hours, maybe it's, like, overtime. They come home, they want to relax. Obviously, the stay-at-home parent wants to relax, too. And then it's going to be, like, fight, fight, fight. What do you do? That kind of thing. So. Yeah. It's tough. Unless you have a really good schedule, communication, that kind of thing. Then maybe it could work. But I don't know. I just feel like the stay-at-home parent won't be benefiting from, like, benefits, for example, from work. <laughs> pay mm -hmm. um like just all these things that's going to put them at a disadvantage 
And I know this sounds bad, but I like to think of an exit plan just in case. And if like you were to leave, mm-hmm. where would your money be? Unless you sue for alimony. Yeah. But, but if you're in like a sh- shitty toxic situation too, like you can't really, you don't really want to sue for alimony mm-hmm. or like really want anything to do with them because of the terrible situations that they put you in. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in that frame of mind too. Like I think personally I could never be a stay at home mom for that reason where I don't feel like I'm ever secure because I have no backup plan. Yeah. I just, and I know like some people will say too, like, Oh, a stay at home parent. Like this person gives the other person an allowance. And that just sounds like my worst nightmare because I'm like, Mm -hmm. then I'm basically a child. Yeah. And I think if your partner doesn't value stay-at-home parents, then they're not going to help in any single way. They're going to be like, well, that's your responsibility. You're the one that stays at home. Like, so. And it's like completely siloed too. Like the other parent will just want, will just like either only want to be with the kids for their own benefit or for fun time. But then the one parent will be like the bad strict parent while the other one is the fun Mm -hmm. parent. So it's like, it's never going to be easy. setting yourself up for failure yeah Yeah. there's also the whole like what happens after your kids are grown up like what do you do as a stay-at-home parent like do you go back to the workforce stay-at-home husband or a wife Mm. that's my ideal (laughs) i mean claire from modern family went back to work yeah but it's so hard and she ended up working for her dad yeah sorry claire that was nepotism she was not deserving of that role yeah, not everyone has a dad who owns a company, so mm-hmm. yeah, difficult decision. Yeah. Difficult decision for sure. And mm-hmm. I, and it's not us saying that no one should be a stay-at-home parent, but I just think it's like a more difficult decision that people think it is. Yeah, I for sure think that stay-at-home parents are the heroes who do not wear capes. But I also think mm-hmm. to you should not aspire to be one. No offense. Yeah yeah it should not be your first career your first career move (laughs) like Mm -hmm. maybe after doing a few things then that can be your final career move i don't know it cannot be your one-stop destination it can be a journey okay do you think it's a red flag or a green flag if they start making long-term plans with you early on into the relationship um okay so i have a two-part answer because originally i had thought it was a red flag because you know, TV, movies were always telling you, like, they say I love you and they do all this stuff with you, like, they're love bombing you, like, it's, it's like, too fast, too soon. So it's a red flag. And then mm-hmm. I remember so clearly when you brought up, actually, that's a good thing. It's a green flag. You should just get out of the way because you know exactly what you want. Ask them if they want marriage. Ask them if they want kids, that kind of thing. Um, and then I was like, Wanda's crazy. But then I brought it up for mine. And I think that was, like, not that it's a red flag, but I think it's like a semi-green flag. Like, they can see a future with you. Like, you you or your partner knows exactly what they want. They want you there, too. See if you guys have similar interests. And I, and I think that's good. Lay it out early. But yeah, I see the red flag I agree views, with too. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the red flag views. I think it's like like I said at the beginning, too fast, too soon. Like, you don't even know them yet. Why are you already talking about having 30 kids together? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think that's fair. And I think it's not for everybody. I think it's like, I think I could come off like very aggressive, I guess, and very like into wanting a long-term relationship if I've like off the bat, I'm like, so like, how do you feel about kids? Like, how do you feel about marriage and all that stuff? But I think it's like, I want to know that because it's like, if we are not compatible in that way, there's no point in me to go forward. Like, no matter how much I like you, I might as well just cut it off earlier when I don't like you as much versus like later when I've invested like all this time into you. So I think it's like, if someone, I'm sorry, if someone can't deal with that, it's a red flag for me. But I also think I'm a red flag for making, like, for asking those questions as well, like very early on within the first few dates, probably the first two dates of a relationship i remember saying this to my friend like these long-term questions to ask and she was like what the hell's wrong with you why would you say that to anyone <laughs> exactly i and I, I and i think that's completely i think that's a completely normal reaction to have because you don't know like it's it sounds crazy it does but like it i i see exactly what you mean like i think there's nothing wrong to with not asking that if that's like you don't care about that right now like you just want to date have fun do like keep it casual whatever but yeah. if you want if this is what you want and you're determined you're focused on it then yeah say it say it right away get out of the way why not obviously yeah, yeah like, I guess find find a natural part of the conversation don't just randomly bring it up immediately <laughs> hey like side note um <laughs> do you want kids <laughs> Hi, my name is Maggie. I want kids. Do you want kids? <laughs> and how many kids would you want if you wanted kids? How many times do you want to get married? Once, twice. How many times? How many times? I want to get married three times. <laughs> oh my god. You will be husband number two. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Oh my gosh. That's, that's very funny. You know what? I would appreciate if someone actually asked me that off the bat. Like, or someone told me that off the bat. Like, I, it kind of really sets the expectation. Well, I will not continue this relationship, <laughs> but I do appreciate you telling me. Yeah, I definitely wanted, if if there was a time for me to know, right at the beginning was probably the best time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, red or green flag. Like, one person wants to be responsible for the cooking, one person wants to be responsible for the cleaning. Like, forever? Like, you never switch it up? Unclear. Okay. Uh, does one of you have a preference towards cooking or cleaning? One person has a preference for cooking because the other one does not know how to cook. Okay, the fact that... The fact that someone doesn't know how to cook is a red flag. Mm, okay. Off the bat. Doesn't know how to cook, <laughs> red flag. Doesn't know how to clean, red flag. Um, But... I don't necessarily think it's – so this is the hard part. I think it's a green flag if you, like, alternate sometimes. Like, it's not always one person has to do this because one of them can't cook or one of them can't clean for some reason. Um, but otherwise, it is a red flag if you're always doing the same thing over and over again and there's no switching it up and the other person just starves i guess until the other person can cook for them like is that the <laughs> yeah um i i agree too i think it definitely is a really weird flag that you don't know how to cook and that you don't even mm -hmm. want to try because it really is not that hard 
It's a it's bigger when you think it about in your head. Um, but yeah, like I hear couples that are like that where one person just does the cooking, one person just does the cleaning, and then in my head I'm like, oh, that's gonna fall apart one day. If like that, if the person who's responsible for cooking like gets sick or something, what are you gonna do? Or if the person responsible mm-hmm. for cleaning gets sick, what happens? Or sorry, yeah, cleaning gets sick. Like I just think you fall into the roommate problem instead of the relationship problem. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's you got to know how to do a little bit of the other thing kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like you can still survive without the other person because there's going to be times when they're not there. And I don't think resorting to takeout all the time when they're sick is like the best thing that <laughs> I resort to takeout when I'm not sick. So that's exactly. okay. <laughs> that is fair. Um, is it a red or green flag if they text you all day? Are they waiting for me to respond or are they just constantly texting me? <laughs> like, like they're basically just talking to themselves at this point. <laughs> Don't at me like that. <laughs> um, does that change your answer? It does. <laughs> okay, tell me both. Uh, okay, well, one thing, if they're just texting me and just talking to themselves without waiting for me to respond... Like, all day, not even, like, because the situation happened, just all day, all day long, that I'm kind of like, whoa, (laughs) you don't even want to date me. You're just, like, talking to yourself a lot. (laughs) Like, I'm just here for you to text, type to someone. So, that's a huge red flag. (laughs) Um, I don't see how there's a pro for that, so I can't vouch for that person. (laughs) You're just like a sex doll. Yeah, basically. Like, they have this idea of me that I'm mute. That I'm blind. That I don't know how to text. I can't read spell. (laughs) Yeah, you actually can't write or read in English. You can only speak English. Um, But the other one is a green flag? Or still red? I mean... Well, I think it's, like, green flag if like you're apart I think that's nice like I think before I was like it's okay like we don't have to message like every single day but I think like if you're in like a relationship with them like you're kind of far apart from them like you're in which means like you're not in the immediate same room with them but I feel like that's okay like as long as you don't expect a response back very quickly I think that's fine no problems Yeah, I agree with you. And also, I just want to clarify, sometimes it feels like I'm talking to myself when I text Jordan because he's in a lot of meetings and he doesn't really get a chance to look at his phone a lot during the day. But I have spare time sometimes and I send him a lot of stuff. But then like, so it's like multiple streams of consciousness that I'm sending. So when he opens his phone, it looks like a massive wall of like multiple texts. And it looks like I'm talking to myself. This is what you mean, because I'm like, me and you, we have pretty normal conversations. But I see now, you only become unhinged for Jordan. Oh my gosh, okay, thank you, unhinged, okay. I was hoping for support. (laughs) But I mean, I think that's okay. I guess, like, in my defense, I send Nick, like, a million TikToks, and he doesn't open a single one. Mm, Yes. But that's kind of like what, okay, so... 
when we're apart, I send him like shorts that I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And then I'll comment on the sh- like something about the short. And then I'll send him like Reddits with a comment. And then I'll be like, I'll comment on the Reddit. And then I'll like something will happen at work or something will happen at home or, or something like that. And then I'll comment on that. So it's like, it's a lot of like my own commentary, I guess. It's well, if we were together in real life, I would just be able to say these mm. things. But then because we're not, I have to record them all in text and it looks a little psycho. I see. <laughs> I see. I understand now. Yeah. To be to so, be fair, me and Nick are like a room apart and I'm still texting him. So I understand. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, I, I even though Jordan and I do not live in that big of a space, I will at least text him multiple times a day. Because when I'm at the gym, <laughs> sometimes something happens and I have to text him or I see a Reddit or I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> All these things. <laughs> I'm really coming off a little bit psycho. I think it, that's. I think in this context, I I understand now that you have explained yourself a little bit. I think that's better than if you were just starting to date someone and you just constantly sent them so much stuff. To be fair, uh, I also used to send a lot of stuff to Jordan even before we were dating. Um, I. Have- lot of streams of consciousness and if i don't write them down or say it immediately i really forget about them this is fair yeah which is why i never told you about the award grant money because every time i thought about it i like i didn't (laughs) say it because i was doing something else and then i forgot about it yeah okay fair i see okay Hmm. i'm starting to think that i'm a red flag well so far Hmm. you haven't exactly been vouching for yourself a lot (laughs) so far so far you were actively like i am two red flags yes uh but i guess yes texting you all day uh i think that is not a red flag unless they always expect you to answer immediately yeah that it's a red flag Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely see many issues with expecting me to respond quickly because sometimes i will and sometimes I will take forever to respond if I am having something busy happen to me. I don't know. Or sometimes yeah. I just don't want to respond. I don't feel like it. I'll come back to you later. Hmm. Sometimes I see the message, but I'm like, I can't respond right now. I'm not in that headspace. You know hmm. what I mean? Interesting. Yes, I understand you. But now I have to second guess every time you are on me. Oh, sometimes... I'll R-bomb because I opened it and then I got distracted and I went to go oh, yeah. do something else. Which happens quite often, I... more often than me uh, feeling like replying. <laughs> yes. I can tell you for 100% of the time, if I open a message, well, that's not true. Sometimes I can't reply. Um, mm. Outside of those instances, 100% of the time, it's because I opened it, did, got distracted, and forgot to reply. It's never because I'm doing it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, side note, like someone reached out to me for a coffee chat, we did it, she messaged me, thanks for the coffee chat, and I didn't respond to her. She sent me like a nice, lovely, long email too. It was so detailed, personalized, and it's been a week, and every time I open my work emails, I forget. I think it's too late now. I think so too, I was telling Nick too, I was like, it's been over a week, should I respond? And he said, yeah, I think that's okay, better late than never. And now I'm like, oh, I don't think I should. I hope she doesn't get the role because it'd be too awkward. <laughs> the most awkward part of that is you took so long to respond. And I assume you're just going to say something like, yeah, it was great meeting you and nice chatting. Like, good luck on the role. 
Like, and they're probably done interviews really... for the role, if I'm yeah. being honest. Yeah. Like, is that the worst? Is that the best thing to receive? I don't know. But yeah. also, what would you want in that situation if you were her? If I were her, I would have forgotten that I sent it. Okay. But also, I don't know. I don't really send thank you notes after coffee chats anymore. Mm-hmm. That but makes also, sense. because I'm not desperate for a role, so it's okay. Um, okay, red or green flag if they want to combine your bank accounts. Well, how much money do they have? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I think it's a red flag if they want to combine income, but also they're not comfortable with having separate accounts. So I think personally would prefer if it was like a joint bank account and then you each contribute money to it but the money goes into your individual bank accounts and then you just like kind of contribute to the mutual and use the mutual for mutual purchases but you still kind of have like the independence and freedom of your own i just don't like the thought of like combining everything together um again escape plan need that need that reassurance even if i'm not gonna leave i just i just need that reassurance what about you i'm the exact same way it's funny that we think of escape plans i don't know if it's like a girl thing to do red flag oh no i don't think it's a red flag at all (laughs) i tell nick to have an exit plan in place too no problem not that that's a bad thing but i'm just like we should both be very independent people too like Mm -hmm. we should both be two independent people um, consensually and willingly joining together. Yeah. Do you think that they should like, if you get married and you could like, you have a joint account, but they also have like their own separate account. Do you think they should ever like talk to you or ask you about like any kind of like purchases, like especially big ones? I think it's like a conversation to have, not like a, do I have your permission, but just a, Hey, this is what I'm planning to buy for myself. Because, like, I feel like when you make big purchase decisions, you don't just spontaneously do that. Like, you kind of think it out, do your research. That's what I personally do, so I'm assuming, like, other people would do that. And I think it's kind of like a red flag if you just impulsively make a big item purchase. Yeah, I agree with that. I'd be sad. I like like to be part of the process, you know? Yeah. And why didn't you include me? (laughs) Oh, uh, red or green flag if they get a drastic haircut without um, info- telling you, just letting you know. Red flag. Interesting. I cannot, like, the reason why I think it's a red flag is because I don't do anything without, like, telling my partner. Like, it's, okay, I think I'm a big oversharer, so, like, I will talk about wanting to get my haircut for multiple weeks, if not months, mm-hmm. up until the point I book my appointment. Like, this is something, like, not a big decision. I'm just getting it cut. Nothing drastic. But if it was something that was, like, drastic, like I was going blonde again, I think I would spend a very long time talking to my partner about it because, like, I wouldn't be fully sure just yet. Um, so I would kind of expect the same for them to do for me what i do for them kind of thing and like yeah what about you interesting um well 
so like for context, when I originally got my haircut, which I feel like was the most drastic haircut I've gotten in the 27 years I've been alive, was like mm-hmm. quite short, like slightly below my ears. And I highlighted it and I had no idea I was going to do this, like leading up to it. So it was a surprise to both me and Nick. Um, and like Nick didn't say anything. He was like pretty supportive. But only recently he's come out and said like, I definitely did not love that length on you. He didn't say something like that, but he was like, yeah, I definitely prefer like your length now to like when it was fairly short. Um, and he'd say things like, oh, it's like growing on me. And I'm like, what do you mean it's growing on you? Like, literally growing. It's literally <laughs> growing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I personally do not think that it's like a big thing. Like if you... No, I, th- I think you're right, though. I don't think it comes down to, like, looks or appearances or anything. If you want to get a haircut, great. Go for it. Like, it's not going to make me hate you or, like, love you less or whatever. But, yeah, I would like to be – I would like you to just, like, give me a heads up. Like, be like, hey, I'm going to yeah. go bald. Be like, cool. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why are you going to do that? <laughs> I, that's the second part of the question. It's like, oh, hi. are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Um, did you text him at all, like, when you were at the hairdresser? Like, uh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, I only did it when I got home. And he was like, whoa! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you truly, uh, yeah, I, I, I could, I could never. Just because I could not handle having this news to myself. Yeah, I definitely did not love it. And I was considering, no, I was like okay with it at first I think when all of this stuff was happening because I was like you know I'm never going to do this again why not do it now everyone goes through that weird stage in their 20s with their hair so yeah. I was like this is this is my villain origin story <laughs> and then after like a week I was like should I dye it back to black and now I'm like <laughs> eh, it is what it is it's growing out it's doing its thing it's fine yeah hmm. interesting I can see that for Nick. I can see him saying all these things. Mm-hmm. It's like he's here in the room with us. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, is it a red or green flag if they speak positively about their ex? In what way? Not like an, any animosity. Like, oh, yeah, she was a good person. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that was a... I don't think it's a red flag. I think it's for sure green flag i think it'd be a red flag if he like brought it up all the time that she was a good person or if he seemed to like go into too much detail red flag Mm -hmm. but i think good flag if they're like we ended on good terms they're fine no animosity towards them cool yeah i agree i think it's like as long as they don't bring it up constantly then it's just like okay like i get it like yeah like go she back to your ex person yeah exactly don't do. like, yeah so it's like it, there's a fine line of like are you really over that ex uh-huh. if you talk this much about them um so if they never cross that line and they're just like they just have a good relationship with their ex then yeah whatever Ooh, is it a red or green flag if they still hang out with their ex oh red flag completely I will not no, go into it too deeper. Red flag. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I just feel like if you're spending all this time around them, like feelings are going to resurface. Like it feels like you haven't moved on. Like nothing has changed. Red flag. 
How do I know you're not going to get back together with them? Hypothetical situation. Let's say they only dated for a very short period of time and it was your partner who broke up with them because they didn't really feel that relationship in the first place um, and was just like, oh, kind of just like fell into it, I guess. Um, and then they kind of just like went back to being friends. Still red flag or is that a green mm, flag? I feel like it could be a... I feel like that's okay then if it, like the relationship wasn't too deep. It was just like very, very short term, like very quickly realized we're not compatible. And I feel like that's okay, I guess. Okay, cool. I think. I don't know. I still feel like it's kind of weird. Like I would definitely be weirded out if like Nick still hung out with his exes. And I think that's, I think that's fair. Uh, and this hypothetical situation may have or may not have happened with me hanging out with my ex, even though I cut out all of my exes, but except one, oh which I sometimes still, I don't like, I, I'm, it was like, I can't believe it's a long you. story. Yeah, We're gonna, not going to go into that. I was going to say like, you said you cut out everyone. They're basically dead to you. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, which is a reason I think why that, the fact that that relationship was so different than the other ones like mm -hmm. makes me not necessarily like cut them out I just like to say i did not realize i was in a relationship when i got into that relationship uh because That's... there was never an indication that they wanted a relationship i guess and then they were like full force into that relationship so it was like you know like do you think like someone needs to ask you like do you want to like do you want to date or like do you want to be my girlfriend or whatever for it to be an official thing yes, yes i agree <laughs> but that never happened I, I think they just assumed that we were in a relationship and that sucked for me because i had to ultimately end up breaking up with them like a month and a half later because <laughs> i was like this is not for me i guess How like i wasn't how do you even break up with someone you weren't in a relationship with? That's so weird. On campus, and then they start crying. This was that guy. And that was oh the worst god. situation. That's so funny. Oh my god. But uh, we're actually, like, pretty decently good, like, on good terms, actually. Yeah. Like, he is probably the one ex I'd ever, like, hang out with again. I think I did, like, end up meeting him for, like food before i graduated officially so it all worked out in the end we are good friends not Still? good friends we are acquaintances now but then we are friends <laughs> and jordan and you guys hang out together no we do not hang okay. out okay see that's that's <laughs> what the difference here is that's okay to be on good terms as long as you guys yeah. aren't hanging out that would be hella weird how does jordan feel about that if you guys were to hang out Oh, I don't. I I don't remember. I I can ask. Hmm. Yeah. How do you think uh, you would feel? Definitely uncomfortable. Even though it's like, ooh, what if they're not an ex? What if they're just someone that Nick went out a date with or had a crush on? Hmm. I think I I. In my head, I want to be okay, but I feel like if that opportunity were to come up, I'd probably feel, like, insecure and be like, oh, God, this is so weird. 
Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I got that. But I feel like I would strive to be okay with it. Because that happens, you know? Yeah. Do you think it's a red flag if they call you pet names most of the time? Um, are they calling me pet names because they forgot my actual name? (laughs) 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 Um, I feel like that's okay. Green flag? Like, I don't see any, like, issues with that. Unless they're, like, really bad pet names. Honey bunkins. Honey bunches. (laughs) Honey bunches of oats. Yeah. (laughs) If they're, like, really funny, then fine. But if they're, like cheesy and gross then no mm, yes but especially I, in public in private oh, sure but in public no yeah in public i don't want it but yeah whatever whatever happened behind closed doors is fair game whatever yeah. you want to do you can call them your honey bunch of cheerios whatever you need yeah i agree i think I think someone saying my actual name, like my actual full like name, like saying Wanda out loud to get my attention makes me a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> That's funny because like I'll I sometimes I try to get Nick's attention when we're grocery shopping and I'm like, babe, babe, and he just doesn't look up, but then I have to say Nick and I'm like, Did you not respond to that? You only responded to Nick and he was like, Oh yeah, I heard that, but I wasn't sure if that was at me. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Um, I would never say babe out loud in public. I, think. I mean, we were think... like not super far apart. Mm, okay, that's fair. I think uh, I, for some reason, was imagining you yelling across an aisle in the grocery store because, like, shy. how else would he think that you weren't talking to him? I like strayed a little bit far away from the shopping cart, and he was on his phone. Uh, I was trying okay. to get his opinion. Okay, that makes sense. I yeah. would be um, too shy to do that. <laughs> about like how far, like meters wise? I want to say a meter. Oh, okay. That is not that. <laughs> <laughs> like not far at all. The and verdict then... is it is Nick's fault. <laughs> yeah, because he was not paying attention. Yeah. But also, he was paying attention enough to be like, "I heard it." Oh, I thought it was someone else. Just yeah. didn't know. It was, to be fair, pretty crowded, so mm. could have been okay. could have been anyone. Okay. Except I, I think I have a distinct out. voice. Mm-hmm. I think you do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he should be used to hearing that after I this know. many years. I know, but when he does call me Maggie, when it's just the two of us, I'm like, "Whoa, did I do something?" <laughs> yes, Jordan has the exact same uh, opinion. Or exact same reaction. Whoa. Yeah. It he has like a million variations of my name. Um so if <laughs> Your he ever calls name? Me, Yeah, like he like he calls me like he never like he like it started off as Juan because like that's the first part of my name and then it turned into like Wong, like W O N G. <laughs> for some reason and now it's kind of morphed into wongo which is <laughs> we're straying farther and farther from my actual name but it's like the evolution of like what i guess he calls me that's cute and very funny yeah but if he has ever said my name i'd be like oh that's intimate 
what do I do wrong? Who is this girl? Yeah, yeah. Who is like, who are you? Who is this Wanda person? <laughs> yeah, but I also think like if my friends call me by my like full name, like I don't know what you're how you're supposed to address me though. Hey, you. Now that you mention it, yeah, I don't really like call you by your name. Yeah, very intimate. I, I like your name. Though. I say your name a lot, but I say it to like Nick. Or like, like, oh, Wanda said this. Wanda said this today. But I've never mm-hmm. like, hey, Wanda, I need to tell you something. <laughs> Am I in trouble? Are we going to break up? <laughs> yeah. Exact yeah. same way over here. Like, I'll always talk about you and say your name, but never to your face. We're such backstabbers. We're so sneaky. Sneaky little people. <laughs> it's funny because, like, fun. I can imagine, like, saying Pravi's name to Pravi. Because I can be like, Pravi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can't do that to you. <laughs> Maybe we just need to get his attention more and we just don't really like we we're just so focused on each other yeah. whenever we're just out so we don't need to say mm, each other's name. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Is it a red or green flag that they're not great at texting but they're great in person? Mm. feel like it's a little bit of a red flag because like to me texting is quite important I'm an online person I need you like when we're in person I need you to take all that context we had online and take it to in person so that you can be there in the moment with me while I rehash some stuff I said online um and I send a lot of memes and pop culture references so like why didn't you open that and respond to me sooner so I think for our relationship to work, you need to be both online and in person. You need to be equally good in both. You can be slightly better on in person and that's okay. But if you're yeah. bad texting, then our relationship wouldn't last. Yeah. I saw like a tag for this on Bumble or something and it was like one of the things was like better in person. And I was like, immediately swipe left if this was me yeah like how are how am i gonna know you're better in person unless mm-hmm. you show me what you are like online yeah like we're never like for me we'd never even get to the in-person stage mm-hmm. because i would never meet someone that i don't already click with yeah online that's scary yeah like i think like i have quips like i am i think i have some wit that i can show off in person and online so I think if you can't show that online, then I feel like it's reflective of what you are in person. That might not be true, but that's how it is in that moment to me. So I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. you can't even tell me a funny joke. You can't even play along with my scenario. You're boring. Bye. You're not going to, like in the beginning, you're not going to spend that much time in person together. Like you're not going to be like going on multiple dates in like a week. Like that's a lot of effort and you have a life that is outside of this person so it's like how do you keep up with someone off the bat like you have to kind of text them and the the people who are not good at texting need to evolve into someone who is better at texting because you're never going to pass on your genes if you are a bad texter (laughs) exactly how am i gonna know you're actually literate (laughs) Do you have fifth grade reading comprehension? 
yeah oh my god like do you use commas like what is your thought on there there and there yeah like ooh, yes but also sorry to nick because his grammar and spelling is not always the best because i'm the one spelling things out for him and i'm like hmm one of us is more white than the other yeah but also he's way better at math than you are hmm also not <laughs> fair <laughs> this is true one of us has the engineer job one of us has the writing job <laughs> so now Pro, pros and cons here <laughs> yeah i have a lot of like i think texting red flags that um i need to like look for so if they're not a good texter in the first place like that's already a red flag i can't even disseminate it down further like how many emojis do you use like how good is your grammar how do you reply to things like how quickly do you reply to things do you have read receipts on do you have an iphone <laughs> there's so many things i'm such a like i don't know i think i'm just like a very much like an online person and i need to send stuff so yeah I understand. red flag for me but also like the older i get the more into phone calls i get i guess like video calls yeah. almost it's only because like if i'm like far away from them and like i don't want to i have a story to tell like i don't want to like text all that like i've already told the story like so many times to people i'm not gonna how do i take a screenshot of it and send it without the other person knowing kind mm -hmm. of thing so yeah. that's when i'm like okay maybe like a video call would be easier and i think if like they're so awkward on the phone that i'm like I don't makes me not want to be on the phone either. I I also agree. Sometimes it's just like yeah, in those very specific situations where it's just too much for me to text something, or if it's like really like instantaneous, like I just finished an interview and mm -hmm. I need to debrief, then yeah. I'll call. Mm -hmm. But I the situation is very rare. Yeah, that I feel like I need to call. So yeah, I do not agree with you there. <laughs> it's not like i call people often but it's like my mother for example she is the oh. worst texter in the world i have to call um sometimes like nikki and gabby like th they will also have stories for me and i also have or maybe i'm like it's inconvenient for me to sit there and text i want to go to the gym then i'll like facetime them mm -hmm. when i'm at the gym or something and i feel like that's okay like when i'm on a treadmill and i'm just doing cardio oh then I feel like that's okay. Not when I'm working out because I feel like that's inconsiderate. <laughs> and I'm always sketched out Damn. when people talk when they're working out on machines. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fair, I guess. You yeah. never call me. Well, the thing is we're both very speedy texters and we see each other like more frequently than I see like Gabby and Nikki. <laughs> so I feel like you already know all my stories. Thanks for joining us on another episode. Go like us and follow us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Go like us and listen to us wherever you got your podcast and on YouTube. And join us next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye. Bye.